0: Welcome to the Pause Daddy podcast. Super funny fast stories for you and me. Me in particular. Ha! Thank you! Very much. And this is episode 4. The comedian medium. Holla! Thank you! Very much. Can too much goodness be a career impediment? My five-year-old son, Chosen Curls, was bound to, woo think so. He says, Daddy, your comedy records are too good, like over-the-top disorder. Last Off Time, Flipper Bird Baby, and Nakosha Baby! Holla! Thank you! Very much. I say, so you think indie record labels I've shared links with, like the one Kevin Hart owns, are intimidated by my over the top towering genius 90 records later compared to their minuscule. Pathetically weak punchline offerings in return? Chosen Curls replies, Your comedy records are too good, moron. Got it? Maybe you should make them half good, half suck. So you don't come across as completely full of yourself if it half sucks. Rocky didn't win every round against Apollo. Remember... For the first night of Hanukkah, I got my son some old-school WWF wrestling action figures, including Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Fuji, and Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Yet what provided him the most joy was the Rocky One soundtrack on vinyl. The moment the needle hit wax, Chosen Curls was bound to otherwise known as Kung Fu Lightning and Hardcore Hunger Zone began to perform a series of one-arm push-ups on the floor because it will make him tougher the way I allow him to hit me in the face when I box him on my knees on a rocky rock downstairs with his Everlast gloves as a form of flinch-freeing treatment. So I don't remain pushover Potsy. No more! No more! Aerosmith rocks, lives. Ha! Thank you! Very much. Growing up, I didn't back away from any incoming fistfights, but I did refrain from hurling insults. Whenever they were thrown my wife, like accusations of me eating my own jizz at the nurse's office after I admitted to touching myself in their prior, like a mongoloid moron which later inspired an opening scene of my TV pilot pitched to VH1 Classic, Heavy Metal High, when my imaginary guiding star Andrew Dice Clay appears in the nurse's office after I become the last member of my class to get into the puberty party. A puff of smoke clears, Dice flashes, the bedazzled Dice rules, leather jacket, and starts clapping before saying, Congratulations, you finally achieved, blast off, jerk off. Dice adds, jerking off doesn't make you a man, it's how you use your balls in this world that matters most, kid. It's hard to feel that you're being super ballsy recording non-stop comedy records at home for eight months in a row. Still, my wife threatened to kick me out of the house if I didn't get a real job already and dare to write any more books before I doubled down on my imagination on her dime a bit. <laughs> I wrote The coach and Comedian in addition to Waste of Height, really short stories. So I can't claim how I'm guilty of playing it completely safe either, <laughs> especially after releasing comedy record titles such as Funny Enough Fagula. Far from straight, I'm not. Andy Dick lives. Thank you very much. But what's nagging my psyche today on the comedian, medium, podcast, Dead Rider Ghost Talk for you and me is whether my excessive goodness is being used against me. I want to summon the ghost of William Blake to discuss concepts such as self-sacrifice in contrast to Ayn Rand's ardent belief art of belief in only being able to achieve personal happiness and career fulfillment by not living out the expectations for the sake of others. Charles Bukowski says writers are awful selfish people who save the best versions of themselves for the page. Perhaps I always viewed my writing as my idealized self who's funny, smart, brave, secure, energized, big-hearted, and borderline poetic as opposed to feeling like a floundering touchy feely bitch in real life on Adderall or off I think most of my rage issues stem from allowing my younger brother parents and old friends to ruin everything for me again and again they'll take your soul if you let them no you don't you let them James Taylor lives HA! THANK YOU! Very much. Why do they aggravate me so much? Because they're not good enough. For my attention. Anymore. <laughs> As a whole. <laughs> Which explains why I seek love. From strangers. For a living. For the past five years and counting. Through my books, blogs, comment records. And podcast Episodes involving dead writers, Who provide more. Varied. Stimulating. Sought after company. That I crave. I don't pretend to be my biggest fan or loyalist supporter. They can't even acknowledge a new comedy record posting on LinkedIn to shake up the stagnant, gun shy boredom in the straight world. corny Love lives. Ha! Corny Love. Millennial Musketeers. You know, Mia Farrow with better husband selection. Bullshakalaka! Thank you! Very much. How can I honestly claim any? enviable connection to old friends, a younger brother or parents when not one single one of them have asked how's the comedy career going over the past five years since my lucky number three, Chosen Curls is Bound to Woo was born. Fuck! Their half-ass insincerity fuck their glaring indifference to the greatest Funny man, hot streak known to mankind. Fuck their belief in thinking I should be grateful for their sloppy second treatment at all. Fuck their claims of good things happening to good people. Tell it every family forced into bankruptcy after losing their jobs over forced mandates to prevent the common good from catching an itchy esophagus. Fuck my brother for blaming his opiate pill addiction on his wife and for my parents buying that bullshit narrative like big tech being nothing more than the freedom of speech killing bastards in bed with Antifa whose members resemble a bunch of Punisher, Vigilante, Wannabes in hoodies who never outgrew their pyromania phase. And if Google doesn't manipulate search results then why is it still harder to find any positive mention of let's say and is to find a film blogger on Rotten Tomatoes who called the Irishman underrated. Ha! Comedian medium lives. Thank you! Very much. Fuck. Any friend. From high school who started ignoring my being because I went into the funny man show business on my own and used to support Trump on my old do it all podcast for free. And fuck all women who react with, ah, anytime I write something sweet and thoughtful and their honor on a LinkedIn messaging board for others to see. It makes me want to gag on a bag full of cheesy dicks for opening my beautiful heart soon after. I think my problem is that I'm too big hearted How do I become less big hearted? Become a a more enraged first responder? Whenever a friend takes his sweet ass time to reply with a thanks bud after I text him, good dad plus good friend plus good brother plus good husband plus good Jew equals 100% mensch proof. Are good people the most generous with their time pleasing others? Versus themselves. I also don't buy into this horseshit premise. About how we're supposed to be content. With old friends from our past. Reflecting our less sure. Outmoded selves. When we outgrew their measured praise. When we get older. Especially when they've shown. 0.0 interest in your new. And improved offspring. After writing your. Extremely well reviewed. debt book controlling my kids a comedy. A love story. At least he writes really funny jokes. Go fuck yourself. I create a video with my daughter about your younger sister beating cancer. That was also really funny. And that's the best you can do is to pretend to give a shit about me succeeding in this world with a family of five to provide for. It makes me sick to think I wasted any time caring about these friends' opinions when none of them have taken any ballsy chances with their life whatsoever. And you're going to try to demean me and reduce me to some flailing, desperate clown in need of your loving, laughing approval after God came into my heart, blessing me with three kochitarian comedian fawning kids later as I proceed to plow forward the greatest comedy record streak of all time with comedy record 91, Too Much Goodness, coming out later tonight. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself too. A long time! We weren't that close to begin with. As usual, I romanticized all relationships way out of proportion and gave you blob brain fucks way too much benefit of the doubt. I'm the good life giver, not you, asshole. Edgy energy star, you're not. Never was, never will be. Over-the-top artist, not in your wildest dreams, bud. So let's conjure William Blake already. On the Comedian Medium Podcast. Before I come across as too jaded bitter for Mark Marin's taste before his podcast broke big. Yo, William, is anyone out there? What's your favorite Doors album? Did your pen pal Thomas Paine have enough common sense to wrap his tool before banging those busty broads in London town after Ben Franklin got first dibs on the house for inventing soothing basalts for herpes? Wow. Your ghost spirit looks... Mighty pissed off, Blake. You're rudder in the face than other writer ghosts from podcast episodes past. I love your line, exuberance is beauty. Because it makes my father look like an asshole whenever he tells me to calm down. Because if I don't get giddy about my own brand of hardcore hilarity, nobody else will. Plus, my wife freaks out if I'm in public at a bar once every five years due to my tendency to perform in front of strangers like any self-respecting funny man slut in a straight jacket would, Ghost of William Blake screams, Shut up already! You're an unholy father who doesn't accept Jesus Christ as his sole Lord and Savior. Wrote a blasphemous chapter called Jesus Killer Sucked in the great American Jew novel, No Less. I love being quoted by Dead writer ghosts I admire almost as much as my son, Chosen Curls, was bound to, woo, quote quoting my comedy records. Like, Mega Dom Daddy. Ha! Thank you! Very much. Ghost of William Blake says, How does the great American Jew novel sell more copies in my self-published book of poetry, Songs of Innocence and of Experience? Granted, my book only sold 33 copies, but still... I made the doors. Jim Morrison doesn't exist without me. Casino lives. Holla! You named your son Arthur Morrison Kornbluth. Whoop-de-freaking-do. You mean the Sunbutter King, a.k.a. Art USA? I almost gave Arthur the middle name Brooks in honor of comedian Albert Brooks, but I don't want to give my son the permission... To become a Jewish pussy. So I named him Arthur Morrison Cornbeth instead. Which is only fitting. Because his builder artist mind mojo. Is in a perpetual state of. Rising. Rising. Halla! Comedian. Median. Rolls on. Thank you. Very much. I'm not crafting stories in his honor. Such as the Wishing Well Architect. Or nothing, Blake. Yeah, so come up with a better book title that's less schizophrenic than Songs of Innocence and Experience, Blake, and I'll give a shit about your anemic book sales again. You're not going to give Walt Whitman sustained stiffage with a horseshit title like Songs of Innocence and Experience is all I'm saying. Not that Weaves of Grass is anything to write home about either, Blake. Then again, neither of you were blessed with the funny man Jewbone, and mine is more well-endowed by my maker, than the rest. Ha! Oh, big Mouth Moses lives! Thank you! Very much.